hopefully welcome back to the Jazz Matters podcast. We've reached episode three and a big thank you to those of you who keep coming back and for all your kind words of support for what we do. We really are passionate about the Jazz Matters project and our future plans. We'll be continuing on with the podcast as we move into live jazz events and workshops. If you think this is something you might like to get involved in or just keep up to date with, then please head over to jazzmatters.net where you can sign up to our mailing list. Also, if you've just found us, hello and welcome, but please make sure you go back and check out the first two episodes of the podcast at jazzmatters.net. Just click on the podcast link. This time out, we'll be learning a little bit more about a man who, in my humble opinion, is one of the very best at what he does. And as if that wasn't enough, he's a genuinely funny and interesting guy to talk to. I speak, of course, about the sensational clarinetist Adrian Cox. Someone who is surely one of the busiest musicians on the jazz circuit, Adrian is involved in a number of projects and is regularly guesting with the very best in the business, including Guy Barker and Wynton Marsalis. In addition to this, his love of the music of Edmund Hall inspired him to start his own project, Profoundly Blue. The result of this was one of my favourite albums of 2018, getting Adrian airtime on BBC Radio 2 and BBC Radio 6 Music. Luckily for me, Adrian agreed to take time out of his hectic schedule and head down to London's Kansas Smithies Club to chat about his 20 years in jazz. The best bits of that conversation are coming up for you right after we hear a track from the Profoundly Blue album. Back in November, I caught the band live at the Green Note in Camden. It was a fantastic night of truly uplifting music. But when it came to this particular track, I can honestly say I have never seen or heard the clarinet played with such passion and such attack. It really was something very special. This is Adrian Cox, Joe Webb, Simon Reed, and Gethin Jones, profoundly blue with Rumpus on Rampart Street. <laughs> Thank you. 
Adrian Cox grew up in a musical household. In his childhood, his dad played banjo and had his own band, as well as playing in a number of other jazz bands. And following his dad around to gigs and rehearsals, and with artists such as Chris Barber and Acker Bilk and Terry Lightfoot constantly playing in his home, from as young as six, Adrian was hooked on jazz, and in particular, the British trad jazz scene. He also soon developed a fascination with a clarinet and started playing music himself. Once he started secondary school, he started taking lessons at school with a visiting clarinet teacher, Jack Gilbert. Now, Jack Gilbert was also known as Jumping Jack Gilbert of the Max Colley Rhythm Aces. Adrian very soon started taking private lessons with Gilbert, who opened his eyes to the wider trad jazz scene. So I used to have the last lesson that he used to do of a week, which was on a Thursday. I used to go around there, and instead of having a half-hour lesson, I'd go around for about three hours, and we'd sit there, and we'd put on records and tapes. You know, and then he got me into New Orleans clarinetists, people like George Lewis, Johnny Dodds, people like that. It was the first time I heard of Edmund Hall. And into New Orleans music, really. He said, you've got to see where we got it from. He said, like, we got it from there. People like Sammy Rimington, the clarinetist who's still around now, is great in the New Orleans idiom. But he said, you got you listen to him, listen to where he got it from. Emil Barnes, Albert Burbank, all of these old clarinetists. And that's what he did. He gave me loads of records and CDs and I listened to them all. And I've got a great love for that New Orleans, that old New Orleans music. At school, Adrian struggled with his music studies, mainly because of the curriculum's insistence that pieces be composed on piano, which Adrian didn't play. This led to him refusing to engage in some aspects of the course, causing his music teacher to declare to Jack Gilbert that a 15-year-old Adrian had absolutely no future in music. Gilbert had a very different message for Adrian. And then so when my clarinet teacher phoned him up and said, Adrian's useless at music, he's not got a career in music, my clarinet clarinet teacher said to me, he said, actually, he said, go for it. Shortly after this piece of worldly advice, Adrian had a chance meeting with a trombone player by the name of Martin Bennett and shared a jam session at a Butlin's Jazz Weekend. Martin's two sons, Richard and Russell, have their own band, Richard Bennett's New Orleans Jazz Band, and Martin immediately wrote home with an urgent message for his two sons. I was 15 years old at the time and he wrote wrote a postcard to Richard Bennett and said, Met a lad, got no brains, but by chance plays the clarinet. So Richard Bennett gives me a call and says, so what are you up to? I said, well, I'm doing my GCSE exams. And he said, are they important? I said, well, I'm not really that bothered. You know, he said, well, do you want to come on tour? So I said, yeah, all right. So I went on tour with the band for six days. And they dropped me back, at, they dropped me back late for my English exam in, um, back at the school. But yeah, so that was it, really. And then uh, I, I left home. I left from Brighton. I'm from Brighton originally, and uh, Burgess Hill, just outside of Brighton. And that was it. I got offered the job at the age of 15, and I left home, left school, and moved to Devon at 15. And my parents said, if we don't let you go and do this, you're going to hold it against us forever. Um, so I'm indebted to them, really, for that. And they said, go off and do it, and remember, you've always got a home here with us. As a 15-year-old professional jazz musician, Adrian hit the ground running, playing 326 shows in the first year with the band, 
and over the next five years they would average 25 shows a month all over the UK and Europe. At the end of his time with the Richard Bennett New Orleans Jazz Band, Adrian moved from Devon to London and teamed up with jazz and blues pianist TJ Johnson. Adrian considers Johnson one of his closest friends and had the pleasure of recording and touring with him for the next seven years. On leaving Johnson's band, Adrian took a brief stroll in a different direction, playing with the one and only Buster Blood Vessel in the Scar band, Bad Manners. The band toured extensively all over the world, playing to audiences of up to 20,000 people as far away as Mexico, and Adrian went on to manage the band. To this day, he remains Buster Blood Vessel's manager and gigs with the band on regular tours. But Adrian was always destined to come back to his first love, jazz. And then I put my own quartet together and it was the first time I'd ever, ever put a band together that I was running. And it was lovely, it was with a guitarist called Neil Solberg, a drummer called Mez Clough, who's now gone on, he's with, he's with Van Morrison now, and the bass player George Trebar. And we did an album, uh, we recorded, uh, and we did lots of, lots of gigs under my own name. We did Ronnie Scott's, it was under my own name for the first time, which was great. Uh, that was a highlight for me doing that. So Adrian was keeping himself extremely busy until one Monday in 2016, he found himself in a hotel room in Covent Garden, just about to embark on an extremely rare full week off, when out of the blue, he received a text message from Giacomo Smith of Kansas Smith's house band, who was looking to book Adrian for a gig that weekend. No sooner had Adrian agreed, the phone rang again. Then I get a phone call from the trumpet player from Kansas Smitty's, Pete Horsfall, and I answer it. I go, hello, Pete, are you all right? He's like, yeah, yeah. He said, has Giacomo told you all about this gig on Saturday? I said, well, no, he's told me nothing. He's asked me if I could do it. And I said, yes, I can, but what is it? And he went, I can't believe he hasn't asked you. He said, are you free this week? I said, yeah, I'm free, I'm free this week. He's like, right, he said, it's a live show at Ronnie Scott's with Kansas Smitty's house band and we're recording a live album of all original music which hasn't yet even been finished. So I went, right, okay, fair enough. So I got up from the hotel room and came straight into this room here, where we are at Kansas Smitty's, and, um, and sat down and started learning all this music, all these parts, you know. Luckily, I had a week off. You know, it's unheard of that I'd have a week off, you know. And it, so it, must, it was meant to be, you know. And then I met Giacomo and Kat, all the Kansas Smitty's lot. Pete Horsfall I knew before. Um, and then, of course, Joe Webb on piano, Pedro Segundo was on drums, Ferg Island, Dave Archer. And I do my first gig, and it's at Ronnie Scott's, and it's a live recording, and then it's the album. And then, yeah, so I joined, I joined, joined Kansas Smitty's house band. Now, for those who don't know, Kansas Smitty's house band are, by no coincidence, the house band at Kansas Smitty's Jazz Club in Hackney, East London. Not only is it an absolute gem of a basement jazz venue, it also offers every Wednesday night the opportunity for people to try out new ideas as part of their basement tapes night. It was as a result of one of these nights that Adrian's Profoundly Blue was born. But I was interested to know, out of all the artists he'd grown up listening to and having played a huge variety of music over his own career, what was it about Edmund Hall that made him stand out to Adrian and made him want to give up so much of his time in celebration of his work? He's got so much, he's got class, he's, he's got such an attack, you know, when he was with Louis Armstrong and the All-Stars, 
You know, to play with that lineup with Louis Armstrong and Trummer Young, Evan Hall cutting straight through it all, you know, it's, it's like just to, people, when I listen to it, it excites me. Other clarinet players excite me, they do, you know, I think it's great, but Evan Hall's something else. It's not, it's, it's nobody else sounds like him. It's, uh, it's an exciting thing for me, and his sound is just so, so raw. And when you, when you, if you listen to loads of it, uh, like obviously I've listened to loads of Evan Hall over my life, but when I was researching music for this Profoundly Blue concert, it was, I was listening to it, and I, when I was listening to other clarinet players in comparison afterwards, I was just still looking for Evan Hall, because that for me, even Benny Goodman says, um, you know, if you want to hear tone, you want to hear feel, you want to hear power, you want to hear soul, it's Edmund Hall. Still to come, we hear more about Adrian's Profoundly Blue project and his plans for the future. But right now we hear from the man himself, released in July 1944 by the Edmund Hall Quartet, with Teddy Wilson on piano, Billy Taylor on bass and Arthur Trappier on drums. This is their take on the Cole Porter classic, Night and Day.
listening to the Jazz Matters podcast at jazzmatters.net. On a journey home from a gig with Kansas Smith's house band, a few of the band members were listening to music in the car when pianist Joe Webb pointed out the clarinetist sounded like Adrian. Adrian was quick to point out that the recording was in fact of Edmund Hall, so if anything, it was Adrian that sounded like him. Either way, it's a compliment, but it was also the seed of an idea. As they started to listen to more and more of Hall's music, Adrian even took a trip over to the Louis Armstrong House Museum in New York, where he was given access to some of Hall's unissued work. With a basement tape session booked, Adrian worked on a show of Edmund Hall music and bringing together Joe Webb on piano, Simon Reed on bass and Gethin Jones on drums, his Profoundly Blue project was born. Since then, the band have toured extensively. They've played at Ronnie Scott's and have also been featured on BBC Six Music with Keris Matthews and BBC Radio 2 with Claire Teal. The band released a Profoundly Blue album and in January 2019, released the second instalment, both of which are available to download online or from Adrian's website. It's fair to say that Adrian is currently a guy riding a wave. Talking to him about Profoundly Blue leaves you in no doubt of his passion for the project, gratitude for what it has offered him and his excitement for what lies ahead. Not least, that includes a trip this July where they're booked to play at Dizzy's Jazz Club in New York City. But I was also keen to get Adrian to look back over 2018 and let me know what really stood out for him. So my highlights of last year were playing... I got to play with Wynton Marsalis and the Jazz at Lincoln Centre Orchestra at, at the Barbican. And um, we got, I, got the, I was on tour in South America and I got the phone call to say... They're doing the, Carne- the Benny Goodman Carnegie Hall concert with the Jazz at Lincoln Centre Orchestra with Wynton Marsalis and they want myself and Giacomo Smith to guest as the clarinetist, which is, you know, total honour. You know, so we flew, so I flew home from Mexico. I flew all through the night, you know, there's three flights, got back, got picked up at Gatwick Airport, dropped off at, at the Barbican, went in straight into a rehearsal. There's Wynton Marsalis and Jack. And we did that. Anyway, the concert was a massive success. It was really nice. And, and talking to Winter Marsalis afterwards, he was going, he, he said, man, you're playing. He's like, I love your playing. He said, you've got such a big sound. He's like, it's fat. He said, he love it. He, he goes, it's all there. The Edmund Hall, you know, and to hear him naming the names of the people. And, and what was really nice was to, to be in that position, playing with, you know, a great honour to play with that band, doing what I want to do, playing clarinet. Playing what I'd started doing, what you know, what I'd always strive to do, playing jazz clarinet, you know, how I want to play, and that there I was doing it there, and then we, I thought if I ever get to do that again, that'll be amazing, and then five weeks later, out flown out to New York to play with them at Jazz at Lincoln Center um, in New York, which was amazing. Closed 2018, um, played at the Royal Albert Hall with Guy Barker and the orchestra, and it was lovely because we did High Society, but Guy had done an arrangement of the Edmund Hall version. So from our from our record that we had done, you know, with with the 
Evan Hall's version of it, basically, which was, which was great. <laughs> Adrian and the band are touring Profoundly Blue across the UK until the end of March 2019. Looking to the future, he's looking to expand the project to see Edmund Hall classics mixed in with original material written in that same classic style. One thing is absolutely clear, we'll be hearing a whole lot more from Adrian Cox and Profoundly Blue. Hard, hard luck, well I guess I have had my share Fortune smiled, but she just gave me an icy stare And one day I know, in the rain and in the snow Into the cold, cold world, I had to go Friends of mine looked to me, they shook their heads and they all said no Money doesn't grow on trees They sympathize, criticize, and all of them advise. Well, all I got was sympathy, but it ain't a bit of use, you see. When I was broken, hungry, my friends all said to me, there's lots of fish down in the brook All you need is a rod and a line and a hook Well, ain't it funny when you look for money All you get is sympathy But it ain't a bit of use, you see 
Well, when I was broken, hungry, my friends all said to me, There's lots of fish down in the brook. All you need is a rod and a line and a hook. Well, ain't it funny when you look for money? All you get is sympathy. final track of the episode that was Don't Give Me Sympathy by Adrian Cox, Joe Webb, Simon Reed, and Gethin Jones. That's all we have time for in this episode of the podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard please do let us know. You can contact us through the website jazzmatters.net or find us on Twitter by searching at Matters Jazz. You can also now find us at facebook.com forward slash Matters Jazz and all of the podcast episodes are also available on SoundCloud. If you're listening to us through Apple Podcasts, please do rate and review to help us reach more people. We've got some really exciting guests lined up over the coming weeks, so keep an eye on our social media feed for more information, or be the first to find out by subscribing to our mailing list via the website. A big thank you to Adrian Cox for taking part in this episode. You can find his music on his website, adriancoxmusic.net, and he's also on Twitter as Adrian Cox Music. If you can, be sure to catch his live show before the end of March. You will not regret it. Until next time, please get out, support live jazz, buy the music that you love, and we'll be back with another episode soon. <laughs>